You know things, I know some too. Sit right down, the will explain them to you. If there's a thing you want to explain, these two feminists can entertain. Nerdy stuff, sexy stuff, so much to know. Tune in for the Femsplain Show. Femsplain! Listeners, I know that podcasts are traditionally not a visual medium, so I'll have to explain to you. Diana dressed up like a spooky monster. (laughs) And when this Zoom started, I almost pooped my pants. Hi, listeners. I'm the reason Avalon almost pooped your pants at the start of this recording session. I regret nothing. Diana decided to cosplay a Negaverse version of me, and it is haunting my dreams. (laughs) In my waking dreams. So, okay. I did not intend to cosplay Negaverse Avalon. It just... Apparently, my webcam cannot see colors and has just turned (laughs) all the bright colors, bright and vibrant colors that I'm wearing into a nothingness. So we'll have to have a chat with my webcam about this decision. Well, I love it. In real life, Diana surprised me with her Princess Bubblegum cosplay that we talked about in our Adventure Time episode. I kind of wanted to test out the makeup. Hi, everybody. This is we already said hi. Oh, we didn't say we didn't say it was femsplained. But this is femsplained. Uh, what is femsplained? It's a podcast. A podcast. Uh, queers only clubhouse podcast. Yep. Queers only. No, huh. that's better. I that's not what it no, is. No, but that's it's better. Femmes only. No, I, but that's I like I queers like only. I think that's clearly where yeah. we're going anyway. Yeah, yeah. Our identities change, and so does the podcast. Yeah. The uh, where the queers have the mic. Yeah. Done. Yeah. The New intro. Done. Done. It's over. <laughs> We're totally letting it it's go. It's already better. Femsplained is just the <laughs> is, it's just the moniker. Um, and we are here for a very special homework episode uh, for uh, the last couple of episodes that we've done to recap what we have touched upon. Um, yep, we've touched, and touched that all up why. on it touched all up on it and that is why i am bubblegum pink mm-hmm. and wearing what a pink what wig. looks like a platinum blonde wig <laughs> what looks like a platinum blonde wig in my my camera but is very much a bubblegum pink wig um, well i look forward to a selfie with your actual camera can you send me one so that i know what i'm actually seeing here yeah absolutely i can show you that so, listener, if you are not wow, we're just we're just moseying our way through this podcast. That's all right. That's just I can edit all. Of this listener, out. if you are uh, new to this podcast, I would strongly recommend that you not start with this episode because this episode just references back to recent ones, so you won't be yeah. in on and the also, jokes. And also, and also, you won't have seen this episode or heard this episode for another month because our patreon subscribers are going to listen to this first yeah but if you're listening to it that doesn't really mean anything to you because the month has passed (laughs) that's true (laughs) uh diana just wants to rub it in i do i do (laughs) that's my goal 
So, Diana. So, yes. Oh, we don't have a mansplain minute. I think that's why we're off the rails, because no one mansplains homework to us. Yeah, we just have to be on our own yeah. about this. All right, what was the first topic? Oh, wait, no, nerd culture, sorry. Wow, yeah, I am off. We're also recording late, late at night. It's 8.20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what has nerd culture done for you lately? Something. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Good. No, no, no. Sometimes nerd culture uh, doesn't do anything. I watched. For you. I've that, been. Wa- I watched a movie that doesn't count as nerd culture, uh, and that's all I can think about right now. You know what? And and I think I can talk about this because this is not one of our homework topics because it's a homework topic from last week. <gasps> oh but yeah. The thing that has done the most for me, nerd culture wise, is that I don't know what it was about my first several weeks playing stardew valley where i was kind of curious kind of interested but but could only play for short amounts of time because it was just not clicking yeah i guess maybe something happened i just sort of understood that it wasn't as intimidating as it was to to do things Mm -hmm. um and now it is my favorite place to live, and I would like to actually live there. And I am infatuated with, like, four people at oh. least. Um, That's the part I wanted you to break through, too. Because I wanted to do a goddamn FMK. But but it's more than that. Oh, I Jesus. Don't, I cannot believe. So <laughs> What's more than marrying no. someone? What's more than killing someone? <laughs> It's more. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I, you know, because it's not just the, the, I, my first goal was like just to get any love interest. Sure. That was like available in the game to, to pay attention yeah, with yeah. me. Right. And then I accomplished that. And then I finally got people to be like my friend too. <laughs> and... <laughs> Well, I didn't I didn't realize you could multitask in this game so so well. It's so I just can't, you know, it's hard to get to, for me to make friends uh in video games. Um and I and in in life and but now now I um I value Marnie uh very much so. Mm. I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, which maybe is a conflict of interest because maybe I also love her son. Uh, no, Diana, that was not why I told you to follow Shane. I know. <laughs> I know. But you know what? Now he's just more interesting because you know what? Harvey just. Because he needs someone to fix him. No, because Harvey just always tells <laughs> yes. me some basic medical shit oh. every time I talk to him. Yeah. Even though. Harvey's a weird, boring choice. We're suppo- well, I don't know. He seemed like a, a scruffy, comfortable man. Mm. And I'm a fan mm. of those. And. Sure. And, and I thought it was heartwarming the first time that he told me that having the weight of everyone's health in his hands was was you know oh no difficult but now that's the only thing he says to me (laughs) and i'm like well okay (laughs) Uh, say something else but the shock of when shane was like here i have emotions i was like fuck and i recognize 
that that's problematic. <laughs> and I recognize that that's my history. <laughs> but no, it's fine. It's damn good storytelling. What? Who are the other two? Unless you were just exaggerating. I keep forgetting the names of the blue haired. Oh, girl. That's, just describe them. Oh, yeah. Uh, blue haired girl and um, I want to say Emily but I might have made that up yeah I don't actually know and green haired girl green haired girl Mm -hmm. I don't know her you there's blue haired girl and green haired girl we're talking about Stardew Valley by the way I don't know if I said that just in case anyone is listening and is like (laughs) the fuck (laughs) are they talking about oh no what an episode so also for context, homework episodes are the only episodes that we get to record yes. with adult beverages. So we can blame everything on that, despite the fact that I've just barely had any yeah. so far. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know her. I don't know green haired girl. I know purple haired girl, blue haired girl, and like three redheads. Yeah, there's lots of redheads. Um. What's green haired girl's thing? Like, what does she do? Great question. Avalon, great question. She, <laughs> uh, I don't know, is the answer. Yeah. Um, Where she live? She yes. live with anybody? She lives, I think, at Pierre's. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know her. Anyway, that's what it's done, is that I've I've become fully infatuated with stardew valley i care so much (laughs) about my farm i think it is better than animal crossing in that it does not punish you for not playing it oh yeah um and there's it's just it's just different i love it i love it very much yeah yeah nice good Good. all right well then the episode starts we don't have a mansplain minute as i've said already (laughs) We don't need uh, one. Say it again. Uh, we don't need one, but it's certain, certainly <laughs> starting to feel like we do. What is the first Deep homework? Space Nine. Oh, yeah. it's Deep Space Nine. So Sam, our wonderful guest, came and told us all about Deep Space Nine. Did a deep dive into Deep Space Nine. Yeah. It was I, great. Um, I kind of, you know what, sometimes I can when I have to watch something or go back to watch something that I haven't seen before that's a little Mm -hmm. bit older I kind of assume that maybe I'm gonna like not like it because of I don't know just maybe outdated technology or you know writing techniques you know stories are told differently and stuff like that and i i I get a little like it'll it'll suck (laughs) yes but i feel like i'm gonna judge it unfairly when i'm going and watching it and i don't have any nostalgia attached to it you are notoriously the judgy member of this podcast yeah (laughs) but i was like really really like pleasantly and and like genuinely surprised at how um how good a story that was being told in this in this show yeah I think it has aged pretty well yeah I think so and I specifically started 
um, with Melora. Oh, you didn't watch any of the other episodes before Melora? No. Okay. Just curious. That was one of the episodes that Sam had recommended to us. So I... Yes. So... It's a season two episode that I think had resonated with them particularly. Absolutely. I mean, it follows the uh, story of a wheelchair user um, in this universe. This wheelchair user is doing so because she um, is basically like from a planet where the gravity is different. And so when she mm-hmm. is space traveling with people from other planets, their specs are different and she cannot uh, she cannot stand in those environments. Yeah. Um, it's almost so it seems to sort of mirror chronic pain symptoms yeah. because of the gravity being much higher than she's used to. Yes. Or stronger. Right. And it's just there are some parts of it, like Sam pointed out, there are some parts of it that were uh, maybe outdated. Like, you know, like it's there's a lot of like saviorism in it and stuff like that. But ultimately, like the end is that sh- she ends it with her own agency and says that she gets to decide whether or not she would take a procedure that would quote unquote cure her from this and she decides not to which i think for the time is kind of a bold choice something that like i i think i used to hear about a lot was that you know we need to cure all these things and sometimes Mm -hmm. that was not the case sometimes it is just making things accessible to the people and the way that they like live through the world um and i thought that that was a particularly nice thing to see in a show that was a little bit older. Like to be like, oh yeah, they. it ends with her making that choice for herself. That's pretty cool. Yeah. my I had a couple of thoughts with the episode. Mm-hmm. One is that I appreciated going into it, one, knowing that it was flawed, but knowing that somebody who identifies as disabled and or a wheelchair user had a positive experience and a positive view of mm-hmm. the episode. I think that if I had watched it without hearing Sam's perspective, I would have made assumptions that the episode was causing more harm. I think I would have focused in on the points of harm. Sure. Rather than the points of impact. Yeah. I think that's 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 um, certainly something. Um but I also think that that's one speaks to the fact that it is not my experience ex- and that's why it's so important obviously to hear from people who have different experiences than yourself but also it's very easy I think to bring the judgmental lens sure and to not see um some of the the great things that I think the episode accomplished which to me primarily is I felt like Melora was a really well fleshed out deep character especially, especially for, for a, a character that's just yeah just like one episode yes. yeah um i totally yeah, agree i mean i don't know if that was what the actress was bringing to mm-hmm. it but it just felt like there was a lot of depth and a lot that was unsaid yeah. and i felt like i knew so much of her backstory i know i i also you know. agree that there was a lot to her um by the way she also plays ryan's mom on the oc she does a fabulous job at that as well. Oh. Um, yeah. 
she's uh, an incredible actress. Um, but, but I, I, I do, I do actually agree with you that that is um, for for a character that I, I don't know that we never see her again. I'm kind of making that assumption. Oh, you're right. But, I'm assuming, but that. it does yeah. seem like it's an episodic thing, and it did impact me that she felt really like full as a character and not like yes. a, a throwaway at all. Yeah. Um, can I ask, and I, I'm not trying to come for the episode because I, I do respect how significant it was, sure, especially sure. for its time. I would love for you to give me your opinions about the, the doctor's boundaries. No, I did not like that. I think that, but I, yeah. you know what? I tried, I really try to picture I don't like it because, of course, it's it's a show that's written for an American audience that is not living in this scenario. And so it, it kind of upsets me that like doctor patient boundary crossing. I tried really hard to imagine that this is being told in a universe that is very insular and like Seg- segregated from the rest of society and so maybe there are just like if mm. you're just in an, in a in a very isolated group of people and so there are mm. you know it's not like you have other doctors you could go to if you happen to have, be attracted to the the doctor you're seeing but sure. the fact that i got the immediate impression impression that he just does this with all his patients and I you know I I didn't even need to see other episodes before I saw that like to know (laughs) that that's what the character is um and that's the part where I was like ah no (laughs) don't love that especially because like what of course he's gonna recommend that she get a procedure that would allow her to stay like regardless of what it might you know I don't know but that's yeah I don't love that but I think I think ultimately there were there were more good parts than bad to that which oh I agree it just made me hate him so much as a character yeah I don't like him (laughs) less so than hating the episode or hating the show or whatever yeah yeah I'm mad at him yeah (laughs) Yeah. he's a bad person so you also you watched more of the show than I did because you started the show from the beginning and then went yes. and watched a couple of uh, specific episodes. So what is your like um, do you have like some favorite characters or things that have popped out that maybe I would not have having just watched a few episodes maybe have not gotten a full view of? I think you miss out. I believe you miss out in the episodes that they show on how silly the Quark is, I think is his name, the the guy who runs the bar. Yeah. Well, in that Melora episode, he was like having his life threatened and I only felt bad for him. Yeah. But I think there's more to that probably. There is. Yeah. But I think that my favorite episodes might be episodes that are kind of maybe not centered on him but where he's absolutely maybe the secondary storyline or Mm -hmm. it's a strong secondary Mm storyline i just think 
that he's funny. And I think that given the amount of makeup and facial prosthetics that that actor is wearing, he's very expressive. Yes. Oh, totally yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. I think that's pretty cool. So I like, I don't know. I like the hijinks he gets up to. His whole deal and his people are pretty problematic and specifically like a pretty misogynistic way yeah that sometimes feels not funny (laughs) but for the most part i i just really like him his specifically zoomed in on him yeah yeah i i I feel that way um i was thinking that while watching the show that like for a tv show so much makeup yes is going into making the show on a frequent basis. And I feel like Odo, I am trying to remember the episodes that we were supposed to watch and therefore that I've known you've watched. I feel like he had a very small role. Yeah. In those episodes. But, but he was still there for like a couple of seconds and had to sit through all that makeup. Yes. I I think <laughs> I, and, and I appreciate that just like in an effort. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, as someone who has fully painted themselves pink to make me laugh today yeah well all right i will tell you this took me mm, five minutes oh really yeah i mean you know it's just water activated paint and then all i did was draw on my eyeliner and, and this circle of lipstick but okay. but like i when you're talking about like adding like prosthetics right, and right. then like putting layers and like yeah s- some of them have like scales and things and like things that yeah. involve glue i it just it's a lot and i was like very impressed with that from a tv show perspective because i feel like tv shows mm-hmm. you know I, that they don't have the the budget or time for that i think about that a lot with TV characters, recurring TV characters who have a, a lot going on yeah. with practical effects makeup. Like, they, need, I, I hope they're getting paid more. Because you know they get there on set like three hours earlier than everyone else. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I'm making this up. Yeah, we don't know <laughs> anything about well, <laughs> All I know is that story about Jim Carrey. And, and the, in The Grinch? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I'm totally hooked yet. But mm. it did make me want to go back and start it over and try yeah. to watch it from the start instead of, you know, uh, just skipping around more or staying from where I am. So I think I might do that and try again. Yeah. I'm still not sure because I've seen bits and pieces of it. Um, I'm still not sure if I how it ranks for me with other star trek series what do you like that's what mm, i can't decide mm-hmm. um because i've seen probably like 60 percent of voyager and probably half of next generation and i don't know i don't know how to rank them like that's where i'm stuck yeah well i mean i guess there's with with a show that's been running as long as star trek as a series as a as a uh, property a lot has to do with, you know, whatever has nostalgia for you, too, I think. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Well, none of them have nostalgia for me is part of it. Oh. It's all been within the last probably three years that I've watched it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I almost kind of feel like it's the doctor 
where whenever I start a new you have series, a hard time I'm like, getting into it. This is yeah. not as good. And then by the end of the series, you're like, oh my god, I'm so attached mm. to these characters. That so I, I go on that sense. roller coaster with every single yeah. series, and so then at the end, I don't, I don't know where I yeah. land. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that feels right. Well, I'm gonna start it uh, from the beginning and see if I, you know, if I can get attached because I feel like I might. Just from how yeah. much effort goes into the characters. Adventure time. So I did a very poor job of assigning you homework. I also did an iffy job of just the episode in general. So I, I think you did a great job with the episode in general. Well, thanks. I think that what you did not prepare me for <laughs> was that oh. there, which I liked a lot, was that starting, I just started watching the show. And there is, I love this because it's very, I don't know. It just reminds me of cartoons from when I was growing up. But there is Mm. zero, like, setup. It is just, we drop you as the viewer into the middle of this universe. You're in the middle of a plot, it almost feels like, when you get dropped in. Yeah. And Jake is already introduced to all the characters. He's already involved with everything. And he mm-hmm. and and it's just an accepted state of the universe. Which yeah. I love. I guess that's that is a good thing about stuff that's geared towards children, quote unquote. Like I feel like they they hold, they almost lead more with adults. Yeah. And I yeah. actually love that. I I think it... I think it gives yeah. a lot of credit. That's I know that I'm a broken fucking record, but this is <laughs> something that kind of uh, Jay and Barry did in Peter Pan, which was just like they, you don't need an explanation as to what the universe is. You're just in the story. Yeah, just just get it. to the story. Yeah. Uh, so I like that. It's very silly, and I was I I'll be honest. I was a little afraid when you said. Like that one of the characters was Bender because I have a little oh, bit of yeah. an animosity towards those very repetitive cartoons that are extremely the same. Uh, that is totally fair. And I will just say really quickly, the thing that I have lost the most sleep over is how badly I think that I described jake so i'm glad that you're bringing this up but it's not it's just it's not at all it's not remotely the same character it's it's just a voice actor it's in common i haven't gotten far enough to maybe get like any of the hints of the meta plot of like the the old world or anything like that but it is nuclear kind of yeah 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 but it is just it's very funny it's super quippy. It's really funny. It's very funny. It's super yeah. quippy. And um, I also was very pleasantly surprised. I was a little worried that Princess Bubblegum would not be a main character right away. She's a main character right off the bat. Yeah. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, love it. Love it. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's delightful. <laughs> Did you get far enough to see like little D&D Easter eggs? Um, well, I kind of think, maybe not specifically, but I kind of feel like it is just D&D-esque a little bit. Yeah, but but You're right. Yeah. But I haven't seen anything that's like a specific reference. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. But yeah, I like it. I I'm like like five episodes in, and it goes so fast. But like I, it goes really fast. Yeah, <laughs> but I love it. Well, good. Yeah. Did you get far enough to see Marceline? Just for the sake of our. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very awesome. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad. I think above all things, I'm glad you think it's funny. Because that's the one thing that when I went back and I started rewatching it, trying to project what you would be thinking while you were watching it, because that's what anxiety does. Sure. I was like, do only I think this is funny. No. no one in history thinks this show is funny. It's totally not like a huge show or anything. Only I stupidly no, think but, it's funny. But, but the thing is, it's but, so funny. But like the thing is that um, there are lots of shows that lots of people think are funny that are I don't I don't think are funny I think this is funny I think this is very funny I think that's the worst for me is recommending something that you think is funny to somebody specifically and them not thinking it's funny I I for me it's it's if I recommend something that I think isn't like like emotionally impactful and, oh. and they are unaffected that's my that's because because then I outed myself over what emotionally impacts me (laughs) that's my big one (laughs) I feel so I'm always very weird about sharing music or recommending music and I think it's because I find music more emotionally impactful than I tend to find yeah um, other forms of media Mm -hmm. no Uh, that's that's a hard one yes yeah Especially, especially for me, if there's like, I don't know, a certain kind of bridge or key change or, you know, climax to the music. You think it's like three quarters of the way through, obviously, because that's where it's going to be. And if people have lost interest and aren't paying attention to the song anymore by that point, Uh, I just want to die. Oh, God. Oh, it's awful. I know. It's awful. That's the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst. I have not openly admitted to somebody what I'm listening to without fear in ages specifically for this reason that's a bad one that's a bad one and I I like have had friends like where I would send them music because I felt like it resonated with our relationship and got like so shot down with friends don't do that anymore I I will not do that Oh, I've, I think I've, I used to be likely to do that with romantic partners. I used to do it with like even and no, friends no, 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 too. No, no, no. And I do it. Yeah. And then I was in a long relationship <gasps> with somebody who I never, ever shared music with because I was yeah. so freaked out. And then I'm still scared. Yeah. No, that's very anyway, fair. It's fine. I'm 30 and I can't talk about music that's totally that's fine, fine. i <laughs> it's amazing it's, there's, nothing it, there's nothing wrong with that this is just how it is remember when you almost died on stream oh my god that was like i literally was so embarrassed so scared i couldn't believe you went to intermission so fucking i fast. i thought that it just was like to me there was like a tickle and then it was gone to me it felt like that took 10 minutes like I I was like I'm choking I'm gonna start I'm gonna start hyperventilating I can't find the button where's the button (laughs) 
had to click it. I, to me, I'm so glad that you said that because I felt like it took forever. And also, I don't think he listens to this podcast, but someone from like LARPs the series <laughs> that is like a show I really like and like a, a person I really admire like popped into the stream like moments before. And I was like, why the fuck is happening right now? Uh, and it was just like, oh my God, I can't, I just can't, cannot. I have to share a story that that reminded me Please. of, which is that this past Friday, um, I've really enjoyed your productivity streams. So this past Friday when Robin was napping, I was like middle of the day, I'm going to put on a productivity stream while I figure out OBS. Oh, nice. Who cares? It's like the middle of the day. So I um, I was messing around with OBS. I had my Spotify. I was working with it. I, I set up like our, a new camera that I really love. And I downloaded the software for it and stuff. And I could not get my mic to work. Just couldn't. It just is never going to work. It, it's fine. It's whatever. It's never sure. going to work. So I was just in the chat with um, Celeste and I think more Shelly. Yeah. Uh, and it was fine. And like Spotify was going. Everybody was just at work. Like no one was really paying attention to me anyway. And if I needed to say something to somebody, I was just like typing it on the overlay itself. So it was becoming really jumbled. And it was just funny. Oh, that's so cute, actually. I like I, I would have liked that. I'm sorry I missed it. Well, and then make believe rates. <laughs> and I just it was like. And, like, they came in, you know, really, like, excited, enthusiastic. And Ren was like, yeah. And I was just like, oh, no. Oh, my gosh. This is the worst. Like, they came in on this overlay that's just me. It just says, like, my mic's not working. Like, hell, like, I hate this. Like, I bet that was and really it's just cute, like, though. I bet they loved it. <laughs> but I couldn't say anything to them. I was just like. Ah, as so I was like trying to type in the chat, but the delay and it was just like super. Oh my gosh! I but the thing is, you know, like that's so. It those things are so embarrassing when you're in the moment, but when you're a viewer, yeah. like you've seen so many of these like like disasters <laughs> that happen, and I don't know. I I kind of think that that's a a fun one. Like I oh, think good because I felt like. Fun. Please, God, like, please come back some other time. This is the only time I've ever done anything like this. I know. Please I know. come back. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Anyway. So I'm glad you didn't choke. <sighs> yeah. That was really um, intense. Um, and I do. I'm, I'm glad you said you like the productivity streams. I really like them, too. I really like them. And sometimes you put up a poll about them. And I always want to be like, no, do the productivity yeah. stream. And then do Stardew, but do both. It's like, it's such a good vibe. <laughs> the people that show up to them are yeah. on, I, it's just such a nice time. Yeah. I have personally gotten so much done during your productivity. Ooh, <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah. I, I don't that know why. So much. That's yeah. great. That's wonderful. This is the worst podcast. This is the best <laughs> podcast. Our listeners don't necessarily have Twitch. Well, <laughs> that's what we're talking about is our Twitch streams. That is what we're talking Avalon, about. Avalon. We're talking about our Twitch streams. Dragon Age. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I think, too. Yeah. 
what did i have homework i mean your homework is to play dragon age oh okay well um it's well why don't we just talk a little bit more about dragon age absolutely has the episode received any engagement or feedback or has anything Dragon Agey happened to you since that episode came um, out? Yes. So in a true femsplained fashion, immediately after we posted the episode, a huge announcement regarding the topic was mm-hmm. uh, was announced. Um, yeah, that's because we create yeah, culture that's here what on this happened. podcast. So... Um, Something that I did not talk about during the podcast was that Dragon Age 4 has been rumored to be including a PvP element and maybe like a battle royale element and to have Mm. um, lots of microtransactions in it because that is what... Weird. Yeah. Totally unlike the series, but... The company is owned by EA now, and they want to do what's going to make the most money. However, and this is a sad thing because it meant a lot of people lost jobs for this to happen. So it is not something I'm celebrating at all. But they forced uh, this issue by trying to put out this big game that was basically a, a... bioware made mmo rpg like with lots of pvp and stuff mm-hmm. called anthem that was so many acronyms in a row and nobody wanted it and they did not listen to that and it flopped like big time and that was very mm-hmm. unfair to a lot of the people that worked on it and you know and 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 all of those things um but it was such a financial failure that only after that did they finally listen to the developers of the Dragon Age series who've been telling them this entire time that none of the Dragon Age fans want that. They want a single-player yeah. story-driven game like they've had for for three games. Um, right. And so uh, literally the next day after we released the podcast about this uh they announced that they are allowing quote unquote the developers to make it a single player rpg instead of what they wanted very (laughs) Very generous of them yeah to to allow allow them to make a game that i will buy several times instead of one that i will not buy yeah (laughs) so like yeah yeah i mean like i it's I, I just I think it's fascinating because, you know, if you have like like I know I mentioned on the podcast like that they have developers who are very engaged with the community and who like are kind of receiving mm-hmm. feedback in this sort of immediate way. Um, mm-hmm. And to not listen to those people when they tell you like that, like what people want is kind of silly, like you know and yeah. to think you to know think better you know than better. those people like, yeah, yeah is is very silly um because the thing is that like when i you know like the people who who like dragon age like i mean we're talking about like people who are still streaming and showing up to streams of these games like people are still watching oh, yeah. and writing and reading fan fiction of these games 
like and yeah. and who will probably buy them on multiple platforms like to just yeah especially if they take too long to come yeah up with the next one. Uh, like exactly like yeah. it's just the dedication <laughs> is so like frothing at the mouth and ready like to go overboard mm-hmm. uh so it would have been a big disappointment if that had been if that had not come out so i'm, I'm very glad to hear that uh yeah. so that was a big big blessing oh i'm so happy yeah. that you get a big blessing <laughs> happy too so for Dragon Age homework, I have decided to do what you did. What is that? And to do like a like a a playthrough <gasps> stream. Stop. Yeah, so that like that's the only way I feel like I can like play it quote unquote with you. So you can pop in sometimes. <gasps> oh my and be like, god! What are these choices you're making? Oh my god! And I can be like, no spoilers. So I'm so excited. Oh my god, I love it. It's been hard to figure out because it's so hard to play Origins. It is. It's it's not anywhere. I I would seriously do you I like can I give you an Xbox 360? Do you want one? <laughs> I don't want one, but if that's easier than me rigging two PCs together to stream it, then I could probably just get one. How much could they possibly be? Yeah. Let me just look at it. Let me just look. That's it not up. what I meant. Not an Xbox. Not That's an a Xbox really 360. Unless, what is can it? you hook up a, a capture card to an Xbox 360? I mean, we have hooked up capture cards to N64, so yes. GameCube. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. the thing is that um, the if you play it on a PC, I think it's going to happen to you what's happened oh. to me and what hap- is happening to other people since origin dropped support for the game interesting yeah. okay so xbox 360 yeah. you said but i mean i have one that i haven't turned on in in, in does it work three years yeah <laughs> and it has a copy <sighs> of dragon age origins in it can i send it to you yeah you can i'm just worried that the shipping cost will be more than me just getting one at gamestop yeah <laughs> whatever or that it'll get like fucked up in the mail well eh. <laughs> well then yeah I, no i love this idea i love it I'm so, so much because that way oh I'm my like, god i don't know that way i feel like i get to share it with you a little bit more so um but if i don't have to i figured out a way to wire my computers together to like run one and then stream on the other one. Oh my and god I don't... that sounds like a nightmare that sounds <laughs> it, like an it, absolute i gotta nightmare. say i'm not like a hundred percent confident no i don't like it <laughs> so that this might it. be a better idea yeah. okay we'll talk about it i'm glad i brought it up then because i was just gonna be like oh diana by the way i'm streaming tonight you might like it and this is actually better that i talked oh to you god. about it beforehand I, lo- I love this idea so much i think uh, I think you are going to love Origins, but I think you are actually, my big prediction is that you're going to love Dragon Age 2 the most. Oh, interesting. Because that's yeah. the one that you sell the least in, yeah, in the, entire, the two episodes. Yeah, it's the shortest and, and, and stuff, but and it's a little bit different than all the other games, but it's, it's more like... I don't know. It's kind of like a, a a soap opera, but in a fantasy universe. It's like I'm down. Like I yeah. I think that I just need to admit to myself that I just want to play storytelling games. Yeah, like the w- weird ones. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's something we need to talk about on a podcast is, yeah. is those games that you play. I don't play them because – no, because I want to. I've tried to, but they're so they're, – you're so – what do I want to say? Held back if you don't participate in the microtransactions, that it's actually not fun. Oh, that sucks. But I, every That's once gross. in a while I forget that and I download it again. Yeah. Oh, I don't like, like that. Like the ones where you're like the ads on Instagram are so good and it's like, I'm a weird nanny. Oh, no. <laughs> Am I pregnant by your brother? Like, I love that. I know. But, I would play that but game. It's, but it's then so in, in order to say, yes, I am pregnant by Have your... Have you played them? No. Okay. So the all the dialogue options that um, push the story forward in interesting ways are behind paywalls. Gross. So it's like, do you want to come to the ball tonight? Even though you're the maid and to say yes you have to give them 50 cents or something that's gross i know so instead you say no i'll stay home and then the story branches off where you stay home and nothing happens gross (laughs) it's really fucked up (laughs) oh ew i hate that yeah yeah well no not um i also just thought of a million things nerd culture has done oh tell me so one you're on that game the World War One game. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, a Ross Rifles, uh, which was so fascinating um, and is very cool. Uh, like, I, I get, you know, I would normally be a little hesitant about playing a game that's based on, like, a real event. Yeah. But. I I trust like like the people involved and I trust the person who who wrote the game enough to to give it a try because I I worry that things will be so gritty that it'll be hard to have you know a good time. But, oh okay, I didn't know. expect that to be the hesitation you had. Yeah, I mean you know like when it's a real you know you're talking about a real war that really happened and b- bad things yeah. that really happened. Like, can I really like? have fun in that kind of a story like is that a thing that's gonna be or or do I but really it is written to do both to like be a little silly be a little um creative but also while doing kind of justice to this you know to this I guess lesser known uh relationship Probably, probably, maybe just to me as an American, but like of the Canadian Army in the um, in that war. Uh, so it might be just me saying that it's lesser known and not, you know, uh, indicative of the actual truth there. But um, I thought it was very heartfelt the way that the character creation was set up, but very fun the way that the gameplay actions are set up so there's like both sides of that coin there's like the gameplay is not um necessarily all combat focused so it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that you have to 100% of the time be focusing on you know shooting or or you know things like that it's it's got a lot of mixture there and 
and then in the character creation process it gets pretty deep it's it's very emotional um uh to yeah yeah it seemed like it from the audience perspective yeah and i i liked that well one i that we played this for the roll 20 indie showcase um which the purpose of these showcases they're very short games we've got mm-hmm. two hours to do a game where you're supposed to showcase as much of the game as possible which is kind of hard honestly it's hard to do do you feel like that's too short well i think it's i think it's too short um if you are you know i mean i i would normally say it's too short for a one shot but um i think that b did a good job of like allowing like us to highlight certain parts and to make sure it's kind of tricky like you kind of in two hours to really like get everybody to showcase like as much of the game as possible is very tricky um and b did a great job and also daniel who who developed the game Mm -hmm. um was there with us which i mean how often do you get that opportunity to be like here let me point out where these you know things would come into play or where you Mm -hmm. could use this if you wanted to um so we kind of got like oh i i want to say it's like a working tutorial of the game more than like a one shot it was kind of like right like it was kind of like we were playing through the game but also having the the tutorial happen alongside of it of like here's where if we were playing in this longer you would use this or you could experiment with this and it felt like a demo yes yes very very much so um and i liked that and i felt like um personally like very I didn't realize like what I was getting myself into until I finally like started looking into the game uh, once I had been asked and I, you know, like, I don't know, uh, like I'm not a history buff. I would never claim to know that I like know things in depth, but I do know that um, like the Armenians and the Canadians during world war one have like a very complicated and special relationship like where so listeners i'm armenian i don't know if i've ever said that on this podcast before but um you know in world war one america got involved very late um Mm -hmm. in the game uh and so the armenian genocide was happening alongside world war one things that i've learned recently more recently in my life are that the American army did not save our people (laughs) remotely. It was actually like the Canadian army and the British army did a lot more of like support in that effort there. Mm -hmm. And, and then a lot of Armenians apparently joined uh, as immigrants into the Canadian corps. Uh, in it towards the end of world war one and i just like i don't know i these are things that i learned later in life um because they were not taught you know to me in any way and oh for sure and and and, you know 
in that sort of like unfortunate series of being a, a descendant of a genocide you have like no nobody to teach you those things because nobody mm-hmm. um uh, is there to pass things down and um and i just think it would be uh, in just learning about this and seeing like a story told from that perspective a perspective that i never even knew about which is just that the canadian involvement in in world war one like uh, just alone is something that as an american i i never got to hear about yeah absolutely made me think like wow i would love to be able to learn about and tell stories of like these all these things that we just didn't know were happening like these people like these armenians who fled a genocide wound up in canada and joined up you know out of loyalty to the people that you know maybe got them out of the situation uh and wanted to fight i think that that would be like i don't know it it's just it's it wouldn't be as depressing or like as you might think it would kind of be i don't know maybe enlightening maybe heartwarming maybe maybe also a little bit depressing but it would be uh illuminating to to be able to tell those stories and to experience them um and 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 kind of just learn about that through the game you know and i i think that that would be pretty cool uh and i think that that's something that i didn't consider when i first heard it was a game about world war one you know i my mind immediately went to like well this can only be dark and can only be depressing and then and then as I learned more I was like wait all these like uh, windows are opening up about like all this information and stories that I didn't consider I thought that was really cool yeah oh (laughs) yeah I agree it it certainly as a as a left-leaning person, as a leftist person, I, I can often think of myself as being outside of or above American ignorance, or at least like I, I hope to, I, I hope to think of myself in that position. Um, but I, watching this game was a real reminder for me how much I take it for granted, how deeply ignorant I am to anything outside of American individualism yeah and how much our educational system isolates us yeah in terms of the world um not only isolates but propagandizes Mm, yeah (laughs) um young minds uh and so you know you you think of other continents at least uh, you know I should speak for myself but you're brought up to think of other continents as being a cluster, a community sort of bridging across each other's histories and ancestries and to completely ignore Canada. Yes. It's amazing how much I, why it is like Canada does not exist, did not exist in on the world stage does not. It's, truly bizarre so when i heard world war one and then i heard canadian army i genuinely was like oh i guess it makes sense that canada was there 
and they were there before us. They were so much more involved than yeah. the U.S. It, it's just, it's embarrassing. Truly, it's embarrassing, but it's, um, I don't know, part of life is learning and growing, so I... I welcome these opportunities to be embarrassed, but it is embarrassing. It is a little embarrassing, but I think I think it's also very cool to see that we can. I had fun playing that game. Yeah. And I learned stuff that I didn't know about, like, like a major world event. Like, that's yeah. cool that you can do that with a game. That's cool. Monopoly mm. could never. Like fucking Hasbro could never. Like it's just cool no. that people are out there doing stuff that can be equal parts like f a fun time that also makes people think about and feel inspired to research uh, and, and, and consider stuff they didn't learn about. You know, I, th I think that that's just fucking neat it's good it's good yeah. it says a lot about the people that made the game absolutely and i uh so daniel one of the people who made the game i'm not sure how many people were involved i think in daniel is the it was primarily the lead, him yeah it's daniel okay um i has a podcast called asians represent that i do really enjoy uh and through that podcast i have the perspective i don't know that uh he seems to take a very strong approach towards education and learning mm -hmm. through the lens of dnd or dnd through the lens of education and learning and so i really appreciate that we're talking about how much his game educates i know us. i think <laughs> I, 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 I hope i one i hope he doesn't listen to this because i feel embarrassed but correct. two if he does yes, i hope he is is happy that he had that impact because yeah. he did yeah, yeah he did <laughs> Uh, and then the other nerd culture thing. Oh my god, what? I just bonked my microphone. Is Pokemon. There's all kinds There's of Pokemon news. There's so much news. Pokemon news. I don't understand a lick of it, so I'm sorry. This is yeah. all you. <laughs> um, well, it's exciting, and I want to indoctrinate you as much as possible. Uh, I'm trying to figure out a way that we can talk about Pokemon more on Femsplained, but the way that we cluster the topics, it's very difficult. Because we've talked about the original. Mm -hmm game yeah and then i think we've talked sort of umbrella about the verse yeah. and the show so there's really not anything else we can talk about but i really want you to to play i really want to play too i do you feel like you need to play the predecessors before no. No. the new one and i won't is what's gonna yeah okay I don't mean like the ancient ones. I mean like Let's Go Pikachu, the sort of very recent Switch remake of I the think, Gen okay. 1. Okay, so peep, So maybe I might want to play Let's Go Pikachu because I don't understand. People keep saying stuff about how they were – they are glad that this new game is not a Let's Go, and I don't understand yeah. why. <laughs> uh, I don't yeah. understand what the difference is or what like – is bad about that or whatever or what that might be so i might like for context to know what a let's go game is yeah about um can i just tell you real yeah. quick what's different yeah. about it so let's go is a remake of gen one uh the first pokemon game blue and red and yellow mm -hmm. sort of uh to simplify it 
but it kind of came out on the tails of Pokemon Go, which I know you know about. And so I think it tried to hybridize. And so the Pokemon catching system is the let's go ball throw with like the bullseye yeah. instead of wearing them down until they're tired and throwing a ball at them, which you've experienced through Sword and oh. Shield, which is the traditional way. Oh. So let's go took that away and in the process took away your opportunity to level grind in the way people are used to, to get ready for gyms. So what, what do you do instead? You what, you just have to... I think you just accrue XP through catching with the bullseye, if I remember correctly. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. And then it everything is more a little bit more cutesy in the animation than people liked. So I think those are the two things people are really grateful are not okay. the same. All right. That's, that sounds yeah. good and reasonable. All right. There good. you go fine yeah yeah i i i thought it would be much more than that from what people were pokemon community online don't know why are the most entitled babies in the world they're the worst the fact well the fact that they were complaining about the animation like and the shadows not being correct in in sword and shield just made me go i don't care what anybody here says not having the full decks like the the full decks thing just blows my mind yeah no if you give me a pokemon game with the full decks fuck you i can't handle that i'm a completionist yeah what not every animal on the planet earth lives in every continent or landmass right you fucks (laughs) and also i have a job I want to play this game. Well, I don't. But like, (laughs) I have a podcast. I have, I have a responsibility. But I have dignity. I have dignity. Uh, Yeah. I, no, I get that. I, I just, I wasn't sure if I would understand the difference, but I'm, I'm glad to know it now. Um, I, I, yeah, no, I, I fully intend on playing it. I'm, I'm happy and ready to. good. I've never played this game. That they that they're remaking, so it'll be new for me too. Oh, I'm good. I'm glad. Uh, yeah. I, I. So, what are you gonna get? Are you gonna get diamond or what, pearl? This, what uh, does any of that mean? Well, imagine that you're okay. eight years old and you don't know shit. Yeah, no, I. But you know, you you want Pokemon Diamond or Pearl? Okay, all right. I don't know anything, and I'm eight. I want. Yeah. Uh, diamond because pearl is my birthstone and I think it's the most boring birthstone of all the birthstones and I'm mad perfect for my entire life that that was the birthstone for June perfect okay cool good all right I want pearl because I've spent my entire life being jealous that pearl is not my birthstone are you kidding because I love pearls and I think that the process of creating them is fucking cool and the idea that you can just find them in animals in the water is fucking cool and Pearl is Sailor Moon's birthstone. And so I've always wished it was mine. <laughs> That's fascinating. Yeah. And I love pearls. I like them better than okay, gemstones. You like pearls. Like as yeah. their whole. But like you can't. As opposed to what? Well, like, you know, you can't like. It's not like a nice color or like you can't like put it in jewelry or whatever. What are you talking about? There are pink pearls and there's tons of pearl jewelry. I know there are tons of them, but they just look ugly. (laughs) They are nature's beads. (laughs) And the metaphor of pearls is wonderful. The fact that there is a flaw or a grain of sand that gets inside of a shellfish 
and they just calcify it, calcify it, calcify it like scar tissue until it's this shiny, pretty ball. That's cool. That sounds good. Yeah, it is good. But I And I think they're pretty. I'm glad. I, I want you to eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for diamonds. Diamonds don't even get me started. Look. On everything wrong with diamonds. Look. Naturally made diamonds are cool too. Excuse me. Naturally made diamonds are not cool. I'm going to give you the Little Mermaid treatment right now. <laughs> the diamond industry? No, the diamond industry are you serious? is different than naturally made diamonds. It's not different. It's all the same. Come on. And they're like so tacky and so cliche. At least they... Diamonds. Diamonds. At least they sparkle. <laughs> Pearls. A shine. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of pearlescent? No. <laughs> genuinely no i have not oh yeah you grind up pearls and then you put them in something that makes it like it's like glittery i like that word though you're objectively right that diamonds are yeah. bad but i have trauma but i also think that pearls are prettier no i was so mad about it growing up and you asked me what i thought when i was seven so that that's no no Totally, totally yeah. valid. I just wanted to seize on this opportunity. But I am genuinely excited because there's nothing worse than when you and your friend want the same version of the game. That is true. We do yeah. not. And we were this way with Sword and Shield, yeah. too. We also made different choices, which I think is great. D does that mean we get to play together? It means we get to trade Pokemon. <gasps> it's like Sword and Shield where I have exclusives and you have exclusives. Uh okay okay i have not really had experience with that and i would really like to i would yeah. like to, tr to try that yeah well we're gonna do it and i will tell you diamond has better exclusives Ooh. that's why francis is getting diamond so once again we can continue i have to maintain our my our triangle my my competition <laughs> with francis it's not gonna go yes well. i have two partners to choose from is basically <laughs> yeah what i've set my life up for great well francis when you listen to this i mean it's a, you win already but i will pretend like i'm competition <laughs> Well, I'm excited because I have felt on several occasions throughout this episode pretty self-conscious about how off the rails it yeah. is. But then I remembered, I think that's what homework episodes that's are supposed to be. That's what they're for. Great. Yeah. Because there have been a few times that I'm like, oh, people definitely turn this off by now. No. If you... No one made... Daniel didn't make it this far. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we tagged him in it, but he did not make it this Whew, far. Phew. Relieved. Um, no, I, I, I genuinely think that this is what I like a homework episode to be. It is just us yeah, riffing agreed. about the stuff we've yeah. talked about. Not that we talked about those other things in a particularly professional manner, but. No. Yeah. Well, if I've learned anything about re-listening to our podcast, it's that whenever I'm trying to be professional, it is much worse. Yeah. 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 I don't. I'm, it turns out not good at that. What I'm good at is having a half of a beer and getting sassy. And that is the end of love my that. resume. Absolutely <laughs> love it. Oh, my God. 
By the way, just a reminder, the uh, you just reminded me of this by mentioning that, is that the uh, <laughs> the video of the fundraiser, Femsling and Friends, is up on YouTube officially. So if you... Is that the full video? Full or is video. That like a cut? Okay. Um, Not like a super cut? No, no. So if you want to watch the full thing, you can. It's on our YouTube yes. page. Um. <laughs> I realized why you look at me, look like me, and it's because you did your lips tiny in the middle, and that's what is it that is. what it is? My mouth is like this. Oh my yeah, God. it's because my mouth is as wide as my nose, <laughs> so <laughs> and you have like a nice normal full mouth <laughs> normally. And I just was trying to make like a little O shape. Yeah. Okay, good to know. If I ever need to do an Avalon cosplay. And I have thought about us cosplaying each other several times, so I'm glad that we finally cracked oh, the code. Good. I want to see that so bad. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well. All right. Thank you thank for this, you. Diana. L- listeners, you don't need to know this, but I had a bad day, and this really changed yeah, me up. Same. I yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm I'm really happy that you felt that way because I did too, and. Thank you for reacting to my ridiculous cosplay. <laughs> uh, and just shock yeah. and fear. I just covered my mouth. I gasped and I covered my mouth and I just stared <laughs> wide-eyed. <laughs> and I didn't say anything for a long and time. And that was what I needed to live. That was the food I needed. Um, uh, and so we will... Um, Put this up. This episode is going to our Patreon patrons first. If you are listening to this yes. and you are not a Patreon subscriber, then you are hearing it a month later. So if you Ugh, would like why? to. Just go subscribe. Rise. Yeah, go ahead and subscribe to us. Patreon.com slash Femsplained. All right. You can find all of our Femsplained content either on Patreon.com slash Femsplained, Twitter, you can find us at Femsplained Cast. Instagram, you can find us at Femsplained Podcast. And you can check out superdillon.com slash Femsplained to find the guest form and all of the different places where you can listen and connect with us. Awesome. You can find and follow me, Avalon, at A underscore Cat Attack on both Twitter and Twitch. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, and all the places at Super Dylan. And that is D-I-L-L-I-N. Awesome. Thank you so much for your support. Bye. Bye.